Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to Say La Me. It feels like it's been a really long time since I've recorded and it hasn't been a really long time, but it's been more than a week and I don't, yeah, it's just been kind of a while. Um, normally I record every Saturday, but now it's Tuesday, which I do not think that I've recorded this close to the episode release. It releases tomorrow. I've never recorded a day in advance. I've always had a couple days, um, at least. So anyway, lots to update y'all on. Um, for the past couple weeks, I have been kind of in the process of applying for this internship. Um, and last Wednesday, I got it. So it's very exciting. I'm super excited. I start tomorrow. Um, excited but nervous. Just nervous because it's, um, you know, something new. Uh, but yeah, I'm very, very excited most of all. Uh, it's a editorial internship and it seems like it's going to be really great. I am super, super excited for that. So yeah, I will update y'all on how that went. Yeah, but last week in general was really, really busy. Uh with other things other than internship stuff, but, um, it was just super busy. It's kind of crazy. So I took this weekend to kind of relax and breathe a little, um, did some prepping for my internship, but also just kind of tried to chill out, especially on Sunday. I went to church and then went home and laid on the sofa and watched YouTube videos and was very productively relaxed. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I did do some things, but still, I just, I took the day to relax because I was, for some reason, I was very stressed um, just because last week was busy. Um, but I did, on Saturday, I went shopping with a few of my sisters, and so that was really fun. I haven't been shopping in a while uh, in person. I don't tend to love online shopping, so really, the only time I shop, like I set out to shop, is when I am in person because I love to try stuff on. And Dressing rooms have been closed because of COVID and it's been kind of like frustrating, but we did go to like two stores that were the dressing room. They had like one dressing room open, <laughs> um, which was kind of annoying because it's like department stores. So it's like two, two stories, I guess, or two floors sounds a little better, but two floors and one open dressing room. So that was a little crazy, but yeah, that was fun. And I miss shopping, but yeah. Um, also, my family and I are kind of developing our plans for Easter. And by plans, I really mean our menu. <laughs> We're basically going to hang out by the pool if it's sunny and be inside and have family, like our family time inside if it's rainy. But we are developing our menu. And I made some blackberry lemon cupcakes last year uh, to have after the Holy Saturday. Ooh, I hit my mic. The Holy Saturday vigil. And so we had them and they were delicious and they were great. Um, and so... I'm making them again this year, and I'm really, really excited because right now I'm on keto, and I really miss baking. I think I said that in maybe a previous episode, but I really do miss baking. And to set people straight, like, you can totally bake on keto, but it's really hard to find recipes that actually turn out and taste good. Like, if they look good, they don't taste good, or if they don't look good, they do taste good. I don't know. It's really difficult to bake on keto. I just haven't gotten it down. Um, so if any of y'all happen to have any keto recipes that I can bake, please send them my way. But I'm very, very excited to bake these cupcakes because it's Easter and it's supposed to be celebratory. Um, oh, but speaking of sending me things, the next episode is going to be my story time episode. So if you haven't, if you haven't sent me any stories and if you have any stories that you'd like me to tell from your life, if you want me to read them on Say Me, feel free to send them. Um, just email me. It's all linked y'all know this. But yeah, thanks to those of you who have sent me stories because it is shaping up to be a really, really, really good episode. Alrighty, so this episode is more of a sit down, talk about a certain subject type of episode. Uh, the basis of this episode, kind of the inspiration for it was I was scrolling through YouTube and um, there are so many glow up videos, especially 
like after quarantine or whatever I don't know like is there an after quarantine like it's been so weird um because like some people are it's like hybrid it's like some things you can't do in person some things you can do in person I don't know but a lot of like post-quarantine glow-ups or during quarantine glow-ups or whatever glow-up videos um that I have seen on YouTube and so in these videos if y'all don't know people do like a full-on paper routine and like the videos are super entertaining and a lot of times they'll do stuff um that, you know, you wouldn't normally think of, and they're very, very fun. I, y'all know me, I love a really good long bath, and just being able to relax, hence what I did this weekend, yes, anyway, but there's nothing wrong with it, and that's what I'm here to say, but at the same time, I'm also here to say, I've heard the phrase glow up, and talking about getting fit, and doing your makeup really well, way more than I've heard about people actually tending to their character, and actually growing up and maturing. Um, guys, a lot of people, no surprise to y'all, but a lot of people out there need to grow up or need to work on their character or need to work on maturing. So um, I know something that I talked a lot about in my podcast is my own emotional growth. I mentioned it in a few a few episodes. Uh, yeah, but I'll mention it again in the future. Um, and that's not because I think I have it all figured out. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I don't. And I bet that compared to when I'm 23 or something, right now I'm 21, I'm pretty immature right now at 21 than what I will be at 23. So, you know, it, hopefully that's how your life goes. You know, you look back a couple years and you're like, oh, like I've grown. That's my goal. I really want to grow when I look back on myself. I always want to be like, oh, wow, like I was a great person or whatever. I was a good person, but I've grown in this, this, and this area. Um, Whereas, you know, I don't want to look back and be like, ooh, I really had it more figured out then than I did, than I do now. And by figuring it out, I don't mean like future plans necessarily. I just mean like kind of a purpose of life or your character, you know, figured out in a character sense. Um, I never want to look back and be like, oh, wow, I was a better person then than I am now, or I was more mature then than I am now. I never want to regress, I guess. Um, anyway, so I do talk about my emotional growth, but I am proud of my emotional growth throughout the years. Um, a lot, I'm a lot more emotionally mature than I was at 17 and 18. And at the same time, there are still things I need to work on. Definitely. I'm 21, you know? Um, and I like to think that I'm, have done the work to be a mature person, but at the same time, I'm still 21, and there are some things that only time and experience can teach you, and I realize that, and I'm not thinking, oh, I have it all figured out, I'm, you know, perfect at everything, like, no, and by the time I'm 65, I'm never going to be perfect at everything, but I will probably have some wisdom and some experience, um, or some, yeah, some wisdom grown from experience that I'll have, and I know at 21, it's kind of impossible to have the wisdom of a 65-year-old, you know? Um, So granted, that's just going to happen. But the reason I talk about it is because I put in the work to intentionally learn from my mistakes. And that's a whole other topic. But I think learn from your mistakes is a phrase that we hear a lot. Um, But, you know, really think about it. How many of us actually attempt to learn from our mistakes? You know, I hear, I think we hear people say that they're doing that. And then you see people who are actually doing it. And some of the time, the comparison is the same, but some of the time it's completely different. You know, you can, you hear people talk way more than you see them act. Um, So it's kind of like talk the talk and walk the walk. I see a lot of people talking the talk, 
and less people walking the walk. And that's kind of sad because you're kind of, I, won't, I don't want to go so far as saying lying or whatever, but you are kind of misleading people into thinking that you're doing the things that you say you're doing when you're really not doing the things you say you're doing. You're just saying the things that you think you should do. So, um, anyway, it's not to say that growth is always something that you can see and you shouldn't judge people only by what you see. That's, you know, you just shouldn't. It's not right. And I think by now in 2021, we know that there's a lot going on the sur- like below the surface that um, we cannot see. And so we can't judge people solely by what we see. But also what we see is a indication of what's going on, you know. Um, I think we can all see if, if someone is rude to someone, we know, okay, they're either a rude person or they have something going on in their life that's stressful or whatever. But we understand there's something not right with that situation. You know, perfectly nice people aren't rude to people, um, at least not habitually, you know. Um, but anyway, we can't always see growth, but I feel like this concept of growth and glow ups and whatever, it's gonna turn back to YouTube and like Instagram, whatever. It's really well illustrated in so called influencer people. Um and they'll get caught doing something that they shouldn't do or lying to their fans and followers. And then they'll apologize and say that they're going to learn from their mistakes. And then they continue doing the same things that got them in trouble in the first place. Um, it's a really common cycle. And I know it doesn't only apply to influencers. They just get a lot of attention because they're really visible. You know, I feel like influencers are normal people. They're just heightened because of their visibility, you know. Um, and thank God some of us aren't influencers like having all of your actions being put on a pedestal is really scary and whatever. Um, influencers slash celebrities slash anyone in the public eye. Uh, that's kind of scary, you know? But at the same time, I feel like a lot of, especially influencers, put themselves on a pedestal. And so they want it, like their actions magnified in one way, but not in another. And I'm kind of like, well, you can't have both. You know, you have to have either nothing is magnified or everything is magnified. And That's not a call to tear people down, but it's also just a fact. You know, you can't say, oh, I I want to tell you everything about my life, like in every way possible, but like I want privacy. It's kind of like, eh, there's that's why I don't say some things on podcasts because I'm just kind of like, I want to maintain a sense of privacy. Also, it's kind of I don't know if y'all know this, um, or if y'all feel this like I do, but sometimes not knowing everything about someone is like so appealing. I don't know why. I guess I like mysterious people, but not like shady mysterious people, but people who I don't know everything about because there's more to learn. If I feel like I know everything about a person, sometimes I can get like, "Eh." like not in a way of like you've gotten so close to someone that now you know everything about them. Not like that, but like upon first meeting them or like maybe like a couple times of meeting them, now I know everything. It's like, "Mm, no, I don't like that. But anyway, that um, deviates from what we're talking about. But yeah, um, I'm not one for cancel culture. Just want to clarify that. I've mentioned that in other podcast episodes. I do think people deserve a second chance. But when you see someone who is repeating the same things over and over again without actually being sorry for their actions um, or saying that they're sorry but not following through and actually acting in a way that is changed because of what they've done, I think it's time to rethink why you're supporting that person. Uh, Does not mean you need to go online and bully them. That's a bad idea. Do not endorse that act mature, act your age, do not bully someone online. That's not okay. Um, But you can speak 
to that person indirectly with your time and your money. And if someone or something is doing something you don't agree with, you can just quietly step away. And believe me, it does leave an impact. Like, honestly, I notice when people, you know, when different episodes get different listens, not to say that people are stepping away because they don't support my content. But, you know, if people just choose not to listen, I'll notice that. So, you know, if someone gets in some big, I don't know, I don't like calling them scandals, but gets in some sort of trouble and then they notice that their content or whatever they're putting out there isn't doing as well after that, they can kind of guess, oh, I haven't gotten hate comments on my Instagram or on online or haven't gotten hate emails, but I do notice that people aren't as supportive. So believe me, um, I'm definitely, I know personalities range like so, so like far apart from each other, but I am a person who tends to be a little more quiet with my actions. I'm not going to explicitly state a lot of times why I'm doing something, but I'm like, well, you can lead by example. And then, you know, there's, I have other family members who are very much like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to tell you why I'm doing it um, because I want you to know. And that's just a matter of personality. Um, so don't, if you aren't comfortable with saying, well, I'm, I feel like I can't support you because of this, your actions still are going to have consequences. You know, you, there still will, it will make some impact. Um, but then if you feel like you can say that, say it respectfully and step away. Anyway, back to the main point. So yes, I definitely think that, I definitely think I go through periods of time where I want to quote glow up, but I do not use that exact phrase because I find it a little bit cringy. Uh, no hate to you if you use it. I just don't, I don't love a lot of the slang terms that are popular right now. I tend to want to be a little more, I don't know. I find like if I start to use too many slang terms from like that are popular right now, I gravitate towards them. And then I can't think of anything else that means that exact phrase. And I'm like, we had words before we started using the slang terms that describe what the phenomenon of the slang term means. So I kind of feel like um, to keep to keep my brain alive, I need to like figure out words on my own that mean exactly what the um, the slang term mean, means. So like glow up is improve your appearance or whatever. Um, but yeah, I get super motivated when I have a weekend where I just do like an entire overhaul of my routine. And it, ne- it normally just takes like one day, actually one afternoon. I, I can't even do anything that takes all day. But, um, you know, overhaul my routine and take care of everything on the outside. And doing that is great. And I love having that day every so often, every few months, uh, because it makes me feel extra well taken care of. And confident, you know? Um, it does. It's like, wow, when you know that everything is taken care of, you're, you take more effort, you put more effort into doing your hair or your makeup, or you do like a face mask or something to really, really take care of your skin, um, especially before something important. It does make you feel more confident. It's like, oh, I did all that. And like, yes, I am good to go. But that is no substitute for actually working on yourself. You know, your body is not yourself. And those extra long pamper sessions, they're great for the outside, but they do not replace the character development and personal growth that needs to be happening inside. Um, You can do all the self-care days that you want, but it doesn't change who you are. You know, it doesn't detract from who you are, but it doesn't add to who you are either. And I think a lot of people put the wrong kind of focus on it. And that is basically the heart of what is concerning to me about these self-care days. It's like, yes, 
They're very, very good. And I feel like self-care and the whole concept of self-care um, kind of came from having not taken care of ourselves. Like, if you look at body image, um, body image in the 2000s were, was a lot about, you know, being thin, being skinny, skinnier the better, all of that. And for a lot of people, that's really not healthy. Um, and I feel like self-care is supposed to come out of a phase of acceptance and um, valuing yourself. And I love that. I think that that is great. However, it as a lot of things tend to do, it tends to evolve. And I feel like at this time and space in our society, it, self-care has evolved. In It's kind of self-care is like lapsing into laziness. And I know a lot of you will shut off the podcast right now <laughs> because you're like, nope, it's it's not lazy, you know, because what is the phrase? Self-care is important or something? I don't know. There's a phrase that I see all the time. Oh, self-care is not selfish. And I agree with that. I do. But at the same time, it's all about balance, you know? Hey, y'all. It's sponsor time. Today's episode is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, you always know how much you are going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add Selah Me in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Everything is linked down below. I just feel like the definition of self-care has kind of evolved from what it was originally supposed to be. And I feel like it's more commonly associated with long baths, um, spa days, and stuff like that, just chilling, um, more than it is associated with actually taking care of yourself, which is basically, you know, what it's supposed to be. And Y'all all know that there are different forms of self-care. There's, you know, emotional, spiritual, mental, physical, everything. And self-care isn't always glamorous and it isn't always fun or relaxing or whatever. Um, like physical self-care, if you do not like exercising, exercising is a form of physical self-care and it should be done, you know, some of the time. And it can be really tough. Or even if it's not tough, you just maybe don't want to do it. It's a form of self-care to go out and exercise um, just so you can be healthy. Um, and, you know, what is it? Uh, physical self-care, again, talking about that. Um, maybe making healthier choices with their food. That is something that can be annoying. And I know, like I mentioned briefly in the intro that I was on keto. I know before going on keto, my diet wasn't the best. And um, I consider myself a pretty healthy eater, except then you know, quarantine and everything happened. Um, and I kind of just got lost in it and was eating some stuff that, you know, might be healthy for like categorized as healthy on like a food chart. But for me, um, it's really not the healthiest. And I was just eating it because I was like, it's healthy. People say it's healthy. It's fine. Um, but really something that I was needing to do was to actually just kind of overhaul my diet and just be like, okay, you know what? You're starting over and you're going to be a little bit healthier. You know, you're 21. You should be healthy. You're young. You don't have any health problems. So maybe have a diet that is 
has your best needs in mind, you know? And I was really resistant to it, but I finally just decided, fine, you know, I need to do something and I just need to get healthier. There's no excuse for me not being healthy unless I'm just sabotaging myself, which was happening. So I went on keto and it's been great and I've been a lot healthier. I'm not necessarily endorsing keto for everybody. Diets are extremely individual um, and so should nutrition be and, you know, make your own decisions, do your research and think about your own needs. Like for a while I was dairy free. I'm not dairy free anymore. Um, but that's what worked for me and literally nothing else did for a very long time. And nutritional needs change. I probably won't be on keto forever. Um, but my point is, with all the rambling, my point is that self-care is something that is very individual, but it's also something that across the board is not just about your exterior or things that feel good. You know, spiritual self-care, maybe you don't have the best relationship with God that you know you should or something, and you really just need to try and improve your relationship. And it might be painful because you're like, eh, I'd rather spend the time scrolling on YouTube or, you know, just doing stuff that's my free time, but you really need to mend a relationship or you need to just kind of increase your relationship with God. Um, that's not comfortable, especially if you go and you're like, wow, I haven't prayed in a while or something. Um, it's kind of uncomfortable because you're like, wow, okay. Like you kind of have to see reality for the first time. And it's like, yeah, you need to fix this, you know? And a lot of times I feel like the most, some of the most important self-care can be really uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that it's not important. It's probably the most important. And I feel like it oftentimes gets overlooked when people talk about self-care. They think about, you know, I bought myself a new face mask because self-care and by face mask, I mean, um, like skincare. It's so funny. This is really um, just a well, I'm just deviating from the topic, but it's really funny. Um, when I first started reading stuff during quarantine about, you know, okay, we're going to open back up, but people are going to have to wear face masks or people are like, oh, I put on lipstick, but then I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear a face mask, whatever. I, <laughs> I thought it was – I didn't actually think it was skincare because I was like, this is ridiculous. This does not make sense. But – it took me a little bit. I was like, I, I saw one post in, in particular that was about someone putting on the lipstick. And then I was like, wait, face mask? And they said they were going to go in a store. And I was like, why would you wear a face mask in the store? And I was like, oh, masks. Because I refer to skincare as face masks and the actual like face coverings as just a mask. So I was like really confused by that at the beginning. But anyway, um, some of the most important self-care is not spending money on new skincare and, you know, training yourself to a cupcake or something, even though I love cupcakes. Um, it's extremely important to make sure that you are attending to all of these aspects of self-care. And I get it. We have phases where some aspects are more important or more emphasized than others, and that's just natural. So those are all my thoughts on self-care and just I wanted this episode just to serve as either an inspiration or a reminder. I know a lot of people um, haven't really given a ton of thought to what self-care actually means and maybe this is something new for them and um, hopefully it's inspiring. And even if you did know and you were like, yeah, I got it, hopefully this is a reminder to you to be like, oh yeah, to work on different things. I know sometimes even if we are motivated people, um, 
we need a little bit of inspiration. We need a little bit of a jolt to be like, come on, like you can do it and whatever. So that's been me recently. I definitely am a motivated person, but at the same time, I am, it's midterms. <laughs> it's actually like way past midterms, but it's like the very tail end of the semester. I know I'm talking about school. Um, This is just the aspect that this takes in my life, but it's kind of almost to where you can see the end. Like I think finals is like a little more than a month away. Um, so it's like you're working on all your end of the semester projects and everything. And so you're gearing up for the end of the semester, but it doesn't seem like it's quite there yet. So it's kind of this weird limbo aspect. And so I know that it doesn't just apply to school. I know a lot of people can be in this weird aspect of just being like, oh, wow, like I can't believe I'm, you know, like I'm almost to a certain point, but like I'm still not quite there yet. Um, or you're just waiting for something to happen. And so those are fine. It's just you need the motivation and the inspiration to be like, yeah, like this is still life. You're still living your life and you're still um, operating and each day is still as valuable as the ones where you're waiting for stuff to happen. So I hope this served as that reminder to you and that inspiration reminder. Definitely send me any personal stories that you have or any thoughts you had about this episode, but I am doing my um, story time episode where I'm telling all of your stories on my podcast next week. So stay tuned for that, but also send me things if you have that. So everything is linked down below as always. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed and I will talk to you next week. Bye.